0: Blog Talk Radio. My name's David Shinsky, and the title of this program is Live Without Limits. And we come to you from the Blog Talk Radio Network. Today's show is titled From Resolutions to Realities Three Principles of Manifestations. Now, I realize this is already February, and The new year is already a month old, but I figured that this would be one of the best times to talk about this for the simple reason it gives you the opportunity to have started to plan for what your goals are for the new year. So resolutions are popular because everyone feels they can use a little improvement. Did you know that people have Been making New Year's resolutions for at least 4,000 years. At the beginning of each New Year, the ancient Babylonians made promises to their gods to pay off debts and return borrowed items, which reminds me, I need to return my friends pressure washer. Whether or not you make resolutions each year and whether or not you have specific and measurable goals. The laws of manifestation are at work around you all the time. In fact, they are working for you or against you right now. And what we're talking about is the laws of attraction. And what that means is that whatever thought processes you're putting out there, however you're wording it, That's exactly what you're telling the universe you want. And what resolutions are is they're nothing but goals, that you have an idea of what you want to do or achieve within the next year. Therefore, if you understand how to do goal setting and you truly understand how to state things in a positive way, then there's no reason why you can't achieve whatever you put forth. And remember, you can't sit there and wait for it to happen just because you asked for it. You have to put the effort out to make it happen for you. For the Babylonians, resolutions were a way to wipe the slate clean, refresh the page, and start the new year in good standing with the gods, and perhaps just as important, with the neighbors. Today, we make resolutions centered on improving our lot in life. We vow to lose weight, eat better, get more exercise, write the novel, spend less time on social media, and leave these pesky bad habits behind. Just remember, when it comes to to creating a habit, it takes 21 days to make it so that it becomes automatic. So if you wanna change a habit, if you wanna change your behavior, you have to put forth the effort to make it happen. The problem with resolutions, of course, is that we usually fail to follow through. According to some researchers, only 8% of us actually stick to our New Year's resolutions. So, if you happen to be a New Year's resolution, I'm afraid you don't have much of a chance being around for very long. While well-intentioned, the tender blooms of our resolutions are easily overcome by the weeds of our own complacency and a lack of willpower. We know what we want to change, but it's an uphill battle against our own bad habits and laziness. How do we make good on our new year's resolutions? How do we follow through and muster the willpower necessary to change our lives for the better? The truth is that the success of our resolutions really depends on understanding that the very act of making a promise to ourselves is not only an act of intention, but a transaction with the laws of manifestation in the context. Manifestation means creating something that wasn't there before, but Manifestation is not a magic trick. We manifest things all the time. It takes action and reaction. Because if you don't put forth the action, there is never going to be a reaction. As a matter of fact, you're really quite good at manifesting, whether you realize it or not. Look around. And you'll see evidence of your ability to manifest everywhere. Your job, your relationships, your financial solution, your health, and even the things that you do and own. These are all the result of our manifestation ability, at least in part. Not that every single thing that has happened. In our life, is because you did something to cause it. Although some would insist upon that, putting talk of fate and destiny aside, there are things that happen that are simply outside of our control. We don't live in a vacuum, after all. There are countless outside factors and flu. Flip- and influences that can nudge us or sometimes shove us in this direction or that one. But if you've made some resolutions for this year and you're serious about manifesting them, these three principles of manifestation will help you succeed. Shelf the shoulds. When I begin coaching for someone who is making New Year's resolutions, the first thing that we do together is sort out the shoulds from wants. There are differences. A should is no surprise. Something that you think you should do. It's something that, you, that your to-do lists That really should be done. You really should quit smoking, lose weight, or get some sleep. Now, I'm going to backtrack. We're talking about the shoulds. If you have read Eric Burns' transactional analysis, when he breaks it down to the parent, the adult, the child, the parent often says to you, "You should." The adult in you says, "I am able to." and the child in you often says, "I want." So if you understand those differences, then what you're doing is remembering and and re- hearing all the things that your parent told you that you should do in life. If you understand that and and take that and incorporate it into your own life, well, look at it. But the shoulds are the things that you should do. But what you want to really do is say, I am able to quit smoking. I am able to lose some weight. I am able to get more sleep. Be but. Unless you also want to do those things, you will probably have a hard go at it. Why is that? Shoulds tend to be based on aversive thinking, which means they're focused on what you're trying to avoid. Why do you want to quit smoking? Well, smoking is bad for you and can lead to all kinds of health problems. So, if you smoke, you already know you should quit, but that alone is usually not enough to compel smokers to quit. The same goes for things like drinking, watching too much TV, overeating, or any other activity that keeps us from being happier and healthier. Also, you need to understand where your thought processes are coming from because often if we overeat, there's there's something that we're trying to fill up within us that's missing. And how and the best thing you can do is look at it, look at try to deal with why you overeat, what it what is going on inside you. How can you change? that behavior, because if you can change that, then you're more likely to be able to change other aspects of your life. This is why when we look at resolutions, often we make resolutions, but we don't follow through throughout the year, because it's what... We always hear people tell us we should do instead of saying, these are things that I want to do. These are things that I want to change. And if I can decide that I truly want to change them, it's the same reason. You can put someone in therapy and they can learn all the right words to say and all the things to, to answer the therapist, but unless they're ready and willing to change, then nothing about their behavior will change. You can't should your way to change. Let's, let's, let's reword that. You can't should your way to change, which means when you try to derive our motivation to change based on the shoulds, that we're not focused on the benefits of living a way other than the way we live now. Instead, we're focused on a bunch of dark and unpleasant things that we're trying to avoid. And when you stop and think about it, most of these bad habits that we want to quit are done in order to keep us distracted from dark and unpleasant things. What that means is what's going on inside of you. It can be anger. It can be hostility. It can be, well, this is it. What happens is if something's going on outside of your life, or something, or relationships aren't going well, or you have people constantly telling you you're a bad person, then what happens, instead of understanding that what they're doing is trying to make you feel bad about yourself and you have control over whether or not you're happy or not, you basically internalize that and you believe it, and when you believe it, then you are physically hurting yourself in many different ways simply by doing the things that you tell yourself that you should not be doing so always recognize that if you really want to change your behavior you have to decide for yourself you have to look inside yourself you have to find out what is it that you don't like about yourself That you can truly change. And once you change that, then it makes it far easier for you to to actually go out and be able to, to put forth all of the things that you know you can do to help yourself to be a better person. Because once you've achieved that, then the rest will always follow Perhaps you can see the irony here. Shelve the shoulds. Shoulds won't help you no matter how valid they are. Instead, begin your resolutions with wants. If you really want to see some change, ask yourself this question. What is my heart's desire? Never mind what you should or should not be doing. What's really in your heart when it comes to change? Would you like to be someone with a healthy body and mind? What if that was possible for you? Take a moment to vividly imagine the kind of life. What if there were things that you could do, simple actions, repeated over time, that could give you that kind of life. Now let's let's look at it. You want to live a better life. How can you change your behavior? And when you change your behavior, what are some other things that you can do to truly, truly get away from the shoulds and Look at the wants and look at the things that you're truly capable of doing that you are able to. The thing is, take it and write it down. List it out. And when you list it out, look for the things that can truly help you change your behavior. Because it's easy to put forth and say, do those things or however you want to do it, but unless you decide to change your behavior, no matter what anyone says, it will not change. Can you shove your shoulds? Can you imagine a life that, that you live up to your hopes and dreams? Is it possible that all it takes Is the right kind of focus and a little effort, which leads us to the second principle. The universal rewards actions, small deeds done are greater than great deeds planned, said Peter Marshall. There's no getting around it. Nothing will change the way that you want it without you doing something about it. And this is where things get a little difficult, right? Good intentions are a dime a dozen. And idea without a plan of action is just a fantasy. To manifest, to bring something tangible into existence, we need to act. We are living in a world of cause and effect. What many don't realize is that the key to manifesting is to live at the cause end of the cause and effect spectrum. This is not easy. Effects, as we know, flow from causes. So living at the cause end means living where the power is. According to Henry David Thoreau, the mass of men live lives of quiet desperation. That quote is a powerful reminder that we can't let complacently dictate the value of our lives. Thoreau was warning us to stop living at the effect end of the spectrum, the end when we get stuck on what has happened to us, who has mistreated us, and all our reasons why we can't succeed or thrive. Shifting from the effect to the cause end means taking some responsibility for our lives and targeting actions that will move us in the chosen direction. And it's worth reminding ourselves that the treasure chest of real self-empowerment is unlocked only when the key and personal responsibility. For one thing, you need to want to take responsibility for your actions because it's easy to blame someone else if something doesn't go the way you want it to. And it's important that if you take control of your life, you don't let other people live your life for, for you, then you will be able to achieve whatever goals you've set for yourself. And I guess this is where I'm just going to tell you a little story. Back when I was a child, I grew up with a disability at a time when that people with disabilities did not have the right to an education. You did not have the Individual Disability Education Act. I entered the workforce 15 years or 12 years before ADA became law and almost 15 years before it even took effect. And if I didn't have the determination to succeed, I had no support systems, not from my family, not from society, and definitely not from the agencies that were out there, because they really didn't know what to do with me, because many people with disabilities did not have an education. And the fact that I did was more due to the fact of the, re- the religious beliefs that we've were raised under, where education was important. And because of that, even though I always knew I wanted to become self-employed and have my own business, it really took me a good, long time to actually achieve those goals. Because my being able to do the things that I've always wanted to do depended on the technology and the ability to do things online and the pandemic of 2020 actually took and made those things possible or advanced them to the point that made everything possible so this is a subtle but important point it's a very tempting to live as a victim of circumstance in fact Our society entices us to do just that by rewarding the dramatic victimhood that dominates our attention like a drug. This need not be our lot in life when we show a willingness to take responsibility and recognize our role as the primary cause of the experiences that we have in life whether or not we directly caused it or not, we find ourselves free to act in the most powerful of ways. The wonderful and mysterious thing be about the idea is that when we do act, when we begin living at the cause at the and spectrum, the universe response to help us. Whether this is a cosmic or spiritual phenomenon or simply the result of our own mental focus can be debated. So either way, if you want to change, we have to be willing to act and apply the efforts of our dreams, wishes, intentions in a way that it's in alignment with our wants, not our shoulds, even if on a small scale. Small steps are still steps. Small steps, when added up over time, are what often create the greatest change. The universe also rewards patience. While we know that we must act And in order to see positive change in our lives, we must also balance that action with a healthy dose of patience. It's easy to be impatient. When it comes to change, we want it now. But high value, core value, or core level changes take time in Taoism there is the idea of woo-wee, which I've written about before. Woo-wee isn't easy to translate, but it's basically the idea of non-action or effortlessness. In other words, patience. Woo-wee doesn't mean being lazy or slothful. No offense to sloths. It simply means being calm And still enough to detect the natural flow of energies around us. These energies can work in our advantage if we get to their way a little bit. The best way I know to cultivate patience and awareness of the flow around us is mediation. Taoism helps that the universe unfolds just as it should and will, and that we complicate matters by ourselves when we try to force it to do otherwise. The rains will fall, the winds will blow, and the river will flow, whether or not we're prepared or it's relevant. So we might as well get on board Enjoying the flow, we, reminds us that sometimes the best way to get things done is to be patient and tune our senses to the current of non momentum already flowing through and around us. I can't think of a better way to emphasize this point than with the quote for one of my personal spiritual mentors, a man who passed away only a few weeks ago, but who left behind a powerful legacy of wisdom, love, and humor. Let the natural flow of the universe course through your being and harmonize your soul, said Ramdas. So what's on your agenda? to accomplish in 2021. Now you know the formula of success. Focus plus action plus patience equals results. And remember, if you don't put forth the effort, what is going to happen and how can you choose how to live your life quality? Remember, the universe puts out energy around us and how we utilize that energy also influences how we as a group can take and enforce all those things that we truly expect and want in life. Therefore, it's up to you to make the decision. Are you going to change? Are you going to be the one that's going to take control over your life? Or are you going to let outside forces control it for you? You know, you can go to church, and the preacher can sit there and say, oh, if you just believe in Jesus, things will happen. And yes, what he's talking about is the universe and how the universe affects us. But if you sit there and don't put forth any effort, then nothing will change. So it's up to you to put forth, to not just say, I should, but to say, I am able to. And set a goal, and when you set a goal, work on those goals to achieve the result that you want. And remember, you can go to my website, and that website is the number one personal career coach dot com.